Today on the post game, we have a very special announcement involving the post game team. A little bit of a downer, but uh, it, it was a necessary move. Um, we are down bad because our teams suck as well, so we get into a little bit of that. We continue to shred the PLL scheduling. We do some new bits. We have a snake draft and also the cringe of the week. We clue you guys in on the parlay of the week. Then we talk PLL, recapping the previous weekend of games, and then previewing the upcoming PLL championship. Just Nick and I this week. Hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to another fantastic episode of the post game. You got Evan and I, it's Wednesday. We're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, so we've had time to really debrief, uh, get our takes ready from the weekend, uh, as well as prepare for uh, what's going to be an incredible weekend this weekend. Um, all kinds of very, very fascinating stuff. And one major announcement coming from post game HQ um, that I think might be a surprise to some, certainly not a surprise to me or Evan. Um, do we want to break the news or do you want to give a, uh, a little how was the weekend update? No, I think we I think we break the news effective immediately. Obviously, people will be listening to this on a delay, but I think they need to know that we're, you know, we're, we're taking, all about our business. Yeah, we're, we're taking steps. Um, honestly, at, at this point, there's no room for passengers on the post game. Um, you know, we're all grinders. We work as hard as anybody's ever worked uh, regarding anything. You think investment bankers are logging long hours? No, it's it's us podcasting. So uh, effective immediately, intern Coolin is fucking fired out of a cannon to Mars, to Pluto, to Bolivia, right into the sun. Um, he is the definition of a passenger. He, he found a seat in the car. He didn't get directions. He didn't buy snacks. He didn't clean up. He didn't help. Um, and, and he got completely comfortable. All he was doing was sucking the gas out of the car and, and keeping us down. So we do have a spot available that we'll be looking to fill. Um, honestly, probably not urgently, um, you know, given, given the traumatic situation that's unfolded, um, addressing some of the rumors that we heard swirling, it's not an administrative lead. This is a firing. Um, this is not because he's a bad kid. It's because he's worthless. And so, you know, you hate to see someone that showed promise being such, such a valueless, worthless uh, employee, but um, yeah, intern Coolen's tenure with the post game is officially over. RIP. But you know what? He did it to himself. Not even a response, you know, like when he gets asked to do stuff, he doesn't even respond. He just fucking sits there. It's ridiculous. At least Drew came up with the excuse that he was writing a paper today when we asked him to, to put some jots, uh, bullets down for, for the episode. At least Drew lied to us. Cool and can't was, even formulate a lie. Yeah, first off, writing a paper. Okay, dude. Yeah. Um, great excuse, though. I'll fall for that every single time. But, yeah, for those wondering, yes, this is serious. Coolin is out. And that is the straw that broke the camel's back. We discussed about five topics in the group chat that all he had to do was copy and put into a doc. Um, couldn't be bothered to, to return. So... With that, I hope it doesn't have too big of an impact, and I hope that the crusade that I'm going to go on 
against St. Joe. And, you know, in intern Coolen is potentially tanking that entire program and that entire school. Um, and it, you know. it really, you know, it really all started when he scored a couple goals against Yale. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think his, his head got, got way too big. Small. Then he won freaking Vale, and he's walking around like he's Brennan O'Neill now. So that's it. He's he's out. And if you're listening, don't be like Coolin. You got to you got to stay humble like Nick and I. Yeah, and and honestly, a valuable lesson. You you can either be Nick or Evan, a humble king, a worker, a grinder. Um, you know, someone who went on to have a lot of success in the professional ranks. Or you can be piece of shit, fired as fuck, cooling, um, and honestly be a drain on this uh, this lovely thing that I like to call uh, society in general. So we had a great run. We're gonna make a video about it. Um, and if you're interested, we have a spot open. Again, I'm not saying that we're gonna hire anyone in the meantime. Honestly, I think we're just gonna be a more polished ship. We're gonna be a little lighter on our feet. So, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say those paychecks that we were sending him, now we can go back to reinvesting into the post game. Yeah, exactly. Even though he was an unpaid intern. Yeah. Even though he probably, he probably, yeah, he might have lost money. <laughs> yeah, like buying groceries. groceries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. He paid yeah. money for clout. He got clout out of that. Yeah. And, and what matters more? He got exposure um, where people are now accepting bills. You tell your landlord you got ex- great exposure on the post game. He'll he'll pay you the rent. Um, it's all about what matters in life. So with that, um, I don't want to hear his name. I don't want to see his face. Uh, I, I hate him forever. He's an enemy of the pod and he's an enemy of the people. We really enjoyed having you um, and we wish you the best moving forward. Evan, how was your weekend? Uh, so it was an interesting one. It definitely was fun in the moment, but... I had a tough day on the books. Um, primarily driven by the Fighting Irish, by the way. So, fuck are, off. Are we talk, are we diving into that now? Or are we? Well, first, I, if I want to talk about my weekend, I guess I can start with the Jets because I did go to the Jets game. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I was out Saturday at a nice Saturday night, and then I went home at a decent hour just so I could wake up. And we left New York City at around like 9.30 to get to the tailgate at 10 for the one o'clock game. Tailgate was was great. But I met a bunch of my friends in the port, like by the Port Authority in New York City. So for those who are not familiar, Port Authority is in like midtown Manhattan, like a block away from Times Square, which is like hell on earth because it's just homeless people and tourists. Um, and the Port Authority is like no better. It's basically this bus station where you can like, you know, travel around um you can essentially get to the city from i think anywhere with through a bus and that's where you get the bus um you know like new york city is like oh you got your local pizza place like bodega like restaurants things like that like this is where sabaros and 7-eleven is so like it's very much just like the worst place ever i'm not kidding you i'm wearing like all this jet stuff and like i'm getting shirt by homeless people like for being a loser like who the judge have today? We're like the Ravens. We're like oh yeah, they get fucking worked. Like you guys are losers. Why even go to the games? We're like I like a guy who literally lives in a cardboard box called me a loser, and I couldn't really argue with him. So get to the game. Tailgate was obviously the peak of the game, um, 
and yeah, I'm here to admit that the Jets might not be as good as I had thought. On no, you're shitting me. Latest episode. No one could have saw that coming. Although I will say, the O line was supposed to be a strong point in the team, and they are the reason why we lost. So if we can write, and it was the two veterans, the two like Pro Bowlers. Fant wasn't a Pro Bowler, but he like was very good. The two good players in the line played like shit. So if they show up this Sunday. Different Jets team, different Jets team. So we'll see. I'm definitely going to ride Jets money line this weekend because we can only go up from here. But um, well, yeah, before, it was tough. We, before we continue, I have some questions regarding the setup of the tailgate. A um, lot of room for variant, a lot of, you know, cornhole, tossing a mini football around, grilling bratwurst. I set the scene so that I can visualize it correctly. So actually, I am in a group chat. So uh, 550 Jets fans. That sounds and like a it, fucking nightmare. What, what is, kind of misery? It's it's so fucking funny, dude. It's actually fucking hilarious. And there's Whoa. one kid, there's one kid in it who has he's a huge Jets fan and he has like this big sick tailgate. He's actually like the um his family is his last name's Winters, and all over Long Island, there are like every dumpster and <laughs> has winter bros on it so like he is like long island he's like the heir to the like dumpster throne on long island like he's actually like loaded because like he, of winter bros so he's on the tailgate but he had a baby the night before the game. really <laughs> so he's texting like all the kids who are going like he invited everybody like we don't even really know each other like we only bond to the jets but like if you're at a tailgate and stuff like we all try to meet up as a joke but like i don't really know many people in it outside of like a couple of my friends like in real life. And we get to the, t- he sends a picture. He's like with his baby. He's like Flacco Hive. <laughs> we get to the tailgate. It's like most of his family's there, like his cousins and shit like that. So we just walk up to this thing. We're like, yeah, like we know Pat. Like, can we just like hang out? And they're like, oh yeah, sure. Like whatever. So we brought beers and everything. Yeah. It was, it was the best tailgate there. Like they had a fucking grill fired up. They're like cooking sausage, steak, burgers, hot dogs. They gave the state police like all this food so they didn't get like in any trouble they had this green like electric gatorade type drink and it was called it was labeled jet fuel and like a big cooler i got pretty banged up on that so it was a very but green yeah it was a very very elite tailgate they had like cornhole and shit like that but we weren't uh really directly invited by anyone there so we kind of just you didn't want to just run the cornhole. yeah we ate the food the meatballs we ate the food we had the jet fuel we got pretty lit up how did you get involved in this group? Like, first off, we're going to just block your next five minutes. Uh, how did you get invited to this group chat? Um, I can't really, I think Shane Thornton actually added me into it, but. And it's a group me that you have to like have somebody me. on the inside add. I mean, I feel like you can sneak everything, but it's 500 fucking people. There have to be adding and removing all the time. Yeah. It's 594 people actually. Um <sighs> Yeah, adding or removing people all the time. There's like definitely certain personalities in it now who like post more than others. Um, um, but yeah, I think Shane Thornton added me one time, but he's not in it anymore because there was like this big, uh, I don't know, sweep of people like leaving because they were getting sick of the group. And like, it's definitely like not as serious as like people once wanted it to be. So it's just like really Jets memes and telling jokes. It's, it's pretty funny and entertaining. But people are mad that it's not being taken as serious. Yeah, like people are just like, 
I mean, there are idiots in it and they get roasted, but it is very overwhelming. Like if you look at your phone, you have 70 messages from all these fucking babbling idiots. Like, so there's this mass exodus of all these like original group members who left when I stayed in it because it's like really entertaining. Dude, yeah, I, wow. This is bringing back memories because I remember getting added to like a 500 person they, they were trying to like make it like the biggest group me and the whole thing was like funny memes from across the internet and what i ended up doing because i got added by my buddy paul and immediately hated it um they were like oh my god nick you're funny you'll love this and it's just a bunch of dorks sending like bad luck brian memes from 2010 it's like okay dude fuck off no nah, the and kids then, are pretty funny it's good dude like i have some incredible what's the name of it Right now it's called ZW's mom's best friend and the Jets, but we changed like the name of it. It was Don- like when I joined, it was Donald and the Jets. Like it changes all the time. Yeah. Um, dude, like one when Le'Veon Bell signed with the Jets, it was like 2 a.m. And, you know, there was like probably 30 of us who are in this group that were like up because we couldn't sleep because he was tweeting all this like cryptic shit. Yeah. And I remember he tweeted a magnet emoji and a door emoji or like his brother did or someone or something. And someone posted in the group like, what does this mean? Like, what does this mean? And we're trying to like figure out what magnet door means. And like people are like, ah, oh, it kind of rhymes with Baltimore. Like he's going to the Ravens. And like we're up till 2 a.m. And like, he finally signed with the jets and it was like, we went nuts. It was fucking classic. So it's really fun to be in it. It's, it's a great, uh, and the jets are like the most depressing fucking team, dude. So it's just like another, it's comforting to have, you know, Almost 600 people who are as brothers in misery. Yeah. Brothers in misery. Exactly. Damn. Well, that's first off. I was like, I thought you and your buddies put it together. I was like, oh yeah. You know, we played some corn. I'll toss the pigskin. No, we're, it's part of a 500 group chat person yeah. and had some meatballs with the air of the dumpster. Th- yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I was putting up beers we brought in the cooler and like some lady walks up and he's, she's like, who are you guys? And we're just like, Oh, like we're friends of Pat's. And she's like, Oh, all right, you're good. (laughs) There were like a hundred people there that we didn't like, and we didn't know one, like it was 10 of us and we didn't know anybody. We had a great time. Met some folks, but yeah, that was the highlight. Then the judge got fucking killed. Um, Sauce Gardner is elite though. Um, But yeah, other than that, not great. I, I attributed to the O-line though. I cut tape after because obviously it was, you know, at the game. It's hard to understand what's going on really. So yeah. I, had, I had to cut tape the next day, but it was yeah. definitely on the O-line. I was mad at Flacco after, but it was really the O-line. You know, it was crazy, dude. They did a 9-11 like moment of silence, obviously, with like jets flying over and shit, like right after the national anthem. Mm. And then they like did a tribute to the queen. What? <laughs> me and my buddy on the stage were like oh the queen who was a really big Jets fan what <laughs> her last fuck? words were J-E-T-S <laughs> it's like so bizarre dude I heard like about like like American based companies like not posting on social media for a few days like after the queen died it seems like so weird my, like, I mean, I, like I, I mean she seems like she's like been like a big part of like a lot of people's lives like people look up to her and stuff and i don't need like i don't give a fuck about the queen so like that's all that's fine but like why is an nfl team like doing on 9 11 no less like who yeah it was so fuck? weird we literally did a moment of silence for like 9 11 and like all these families who were like affected were like holding a the flag they did the national anthem and they're like like rest in peace to the queen 
Please tell me there were like people in the back, like, hey, we don't give a fuck about that old bag. Well, I mean, I legitimately said out loud, like me and my friends were roasting it. Like we were like, my friend literally goes, who was a really big Jets fan? And then we were like telling those jokes and everybody in our section was laughing. Dude, I, so great time to do bits and that you could have made that funny. Also, what the fuck though? That, that doesn't sit right with me. I don't like that at all. I don't. What? That I told jokes? Oh yeah, no, yeah, going right from 9-11 to the club. oh yeah, it was it was fucking weird. It was really really weird. Everyone was like kind of palms up about it. No How wonder we got our fucking dick social media in. for the. I mean, I didn't know that the Irish could be that funny. Like they just immediately started. Oh, yeah. Dude, I actually I ordered a book on the Irish potato famine because I was getting so educated on Twitter about how much the like as an Irish American, I feel like I should learn more about it so i found the most the best book the best reviewed book and i ordered it it's not here yet though yeah no it's that's gonna be the first book i read since high school yeah what'd you say i i took a class called like irish uh which of course i'm sitting there named ocello um and it was like irish in the united states and it started with why the potato famine led to the mass exodus and why there are so many irish people in the united states yeah so I'm excited to read up. On Fucking that. depressing. And yeah, England, I'm not saying much about America, but I am saying as far as looking into your past and having some dirt, England is kind of the number one. Hey, guys, let's focus on the future country if I was them. Agreed. So maybe we have a history lesson when uh, when you're breaking up. Yeah, I'll give my review. Yeah, put together a quiz for me. See how All good right. I can do. <laughs> Um, but that was my weekend. I really don't care about your weekend. I just want you to apologize to me for Notre Dame sucking. Yeah. So my weekend was pretty good, actually. Um, it's unfortunate. I had some outdoor activities planned, uh, like a nice little morning hike, uh, some stuff like that. The entire Western hemisphere is on fucking fire. Like, if it is, and I know you don't know a goddamn thing about geography, but if you're in Colorado or west of it, your entire state's on fire. So I went to bed in Oregon and I woke up. Wait, like and, actual fire? What do you think I'm talking about? What do you mean? I don't know. Like, I thought it was more of a, like, I don't know, like metaphorical fire. No, Evan. I thought you were going to get into, like, oh. Oh, there's like crazy shit happening, but I guess the crazy shit is a legitimate fire. No. So for those that live in the Northeast and don't give a fuck about anywhere else ever. um, So for the only people that matter on the planet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Major fires going on in Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, California, and Colorado, I think. Yeah. but which it's seasonal, like every August, September, there are a couple of fires. They just all happen to be going on at the same time. Um, but it was super weird because like you wake up and or like you go to bed, clear skies, really cool looking. And then you wake up and literally like, you know, that filter that they put on Breaking Bad when they would shoot in Mexico where they just put like an orange filter on. Yeah, it? yeah. Well, exactly like that. Like I woke up and I the sunlight coming through the bedroom I was like, there's a filter going on. Like, did I accidentally take a drug that I don't even know about? Like, did I put in wrong contacts? Um, so I had to cancel the outdoor plans because of the air quality. Um, it was dangerous on the hike that I wanted to go on. 
but it allowed me to do a couple things. And by a couple things, I mean, sit on my ass and watch college football all fucking day. Um, and with me getting ready to move to Boise, I like kind of cleaned out my car, started packing up a bunch of my stuff. I'm like 80% of the way through getting ready to go to Denmark. So I kind of have most of the packing done for that. Um, going to be muling over some reversibles, some gear for those guys. So credit to me for honestly a, a heroic smuggling of lacrosse shoes and heads over there. Um, not a great, not a great weekend of sports. Um, so I guess, yeah, all I, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings for the first time in a while. What a, what an establishment. I fucking. And you go last weekend. Yeah. Didn't you go the weekend before? No. Oh, I thought you were talking about that the weekend before. Thanks I probably was wanting to. Am I having deja vu right now? I the Because the last time I was there, uh, I was with Bryce Wasserman before a wedding. So maybe I was talking about it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're just going crazy. I've been working maybe. on my gaslighting, too. I think you're crazy. I think you're going okay, crazy. Okay. Dude, I don't even know what gaslighting really means. Uh, I think it's just convincing someone they're crazy. Where it's like, hey, Nick, you like got drunk and ate all of the ramen last night. I'm like, no, I didn't. I think you're just going crazy is my best understanding of it. Okay. Someone confirm that for us. Yeah. Uh, if we, if there's a gaslighting expert, please let me know and I'm let me know how to it. teach it to Evan. I'm going to Google it. And then maybe we can have a gaslighting segment where I yeah. gaslight you and you gaslight me. Yeah. Maybe we work on that. Um, manipulate honestly, someone by, yeah, manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. Huh? I don't think that's what it means. Are you sure you're reading that right? Yeah. I mean, that's what you just said. I don't think you are. <laughs> Fuck you. Ah, there we go. Um, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll spend a couple minutes gaslighting each other here in a little bit. But honestly, because of the air quality, uh, I only coached a little bit and watched every team implode. Uh, Notre Dame loses to Marshall. For those of you that want to know, uh, humble brag, listeners of the podcast, my girlfriend went to A&M. Boom, they lose to Appalachian State. So immediately we're the worst couple of all time. Uh, Nebraska loses to Georgia Southern. Boom. My two beloved teams, uh, the Tennessee Titans lose to the fucking Giants. Boom. Uh, the Denver Broncos have one of the most pathetic performances I've ever seen out of any NFL team. And We'll start right there real quick before we talk about Notre Dame, before um, we talk about how you couldn't have sniffed playing time there and how Notre Dame. I mean, I could now. I definitely could this year. Hold on. We're still talking about the Broncos. You spend so much time to trade and dick around with Russell Wilson only to not trust him at all and try and kick the second longest field goal in in NFL history. That was epic. How dumb. And then you waste all your timeouts when they're taking a knee. Dude, it was so dumb. Honestly, go play one game of Madden and you'll never make that mistake again. Like, I don't know how NFL head coaches can be that incompetent. It felt like I was, a, you know, watching Andy Reid back in his heyday where everybody was like, oh, what's he going to do? He's going to fuck it up. Now I know how that feels. And if it were me, I just wouldn't fumble in the fucking red zone or on the goal line. That simple. Dude, my friend made a pretty good point. This is actually an awful point, but it was a funny concept. If coaches bet on themselves in games, they would be better at clock management. What do you mean? 
like if they were thinking about like how they can cover spreads and stuff, they would just be better at clock. Like they would make better decisions with, with clock management. They find a way to fuck it up. I think NFL yeah, I guess, I guess stupid. now that I'm saying it out loud, they'd probably still fuck it up and then potentially lose the game. Cause you'd be like calling a timeout when you can run the clock out in the game. So never mind. Stupid thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. Really good stuff there. That's brilliant by your body. All right, I admit, I admit it, I was wrong. It wasn't even no. me. I just like when I read it, when he said it, I was like, oh yeah, that would be fucking classic. But now I Tell your friend he's an idiot. Yeah, all right. He knows he's an idiot. He listens too. So okay, cool. <laughs> uh yeah. And then now I have to deal with like it is brutal. Uh as yeah, you know me, nobody's more loyal to the Broncos than me, unless the Titans win next weekend. But what always is kind of like a special little salt in the wound is if one of like if something that happens during the game becomes like a meme and Geno Smith going, you know, they wrote me, but I didn't write back uh, in regarding to hate or like whatever it was. Now I have to see that every fucking everywhere. Yeah, dude, I have a Geno. I think Geno has a Jon Snow character arc right here. And he's I watched Game of Thrones. OK, well, all everybody else who's on the planet has so. Our fans have. So, well, fuck, you're not going to really get this now. Just say it. Because anyway, for the king in the north and he comes back after he fights the snowman. Yes. Okay. So, pretty much. Um, snowman. <laughs> um, so, right now, he's at the wall, like, building his, building his resume, like, earning a name for himself. And then he's going to return to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. AKA the New York Jets mm-hmm. and become the king in the north. And that's mm-hmm. his character. He starts in the dirt in Winterfell as the Jets, you know, shitty QB. He gets casted away to the wall with the with the uh, Night Watch. He becomes mm-hmm. Lord of the Night Watch. And then he comes back to Winterfell and becomes king and leads the Jets to a 500 season. I couldn't have said it better myself. I think that's a great analogy. Pretty good. Yeah, it is. It is. Who's Zach Wilson in that analogy? Joffrey? No, I mean. The mountain? I don't even fucking know. Daenerys? Fuck Zach Wilson, bro. No, he's not. He's none of them. Ramsey Bolton, I guess. No. That's pretty fucked up. I don't think that low of Zach. I just fucking. We don't like Ramsey? No, Ramsey's like the biggest scumbag in the show. No, that's Joffrey. Doesn't everybody hate him? Yeah, but Ramsey, I think, is worse. Joffrey's wow. just like a fucking little bitch. Yeah. Ramsey's like a fucking scumbag psychopath. Okay. But he's kind of a badass. But he's definitely a scumbag psychopath. Got it. All right, cool. No and one's scared of Joffrey. Him. Like I would be scared of Ramsey. Yeah. No, if uh if if the Ramsey like cuts were... a dude's dick dick off and like makes him like, like breaks him down completely mentally, like torture, shit like that. Joffrey's just like a princess bitch. Well, so let me say that if the Broncos were the Game of Thrones, allow me to make that analogy. Russell Wilson is the is Peter Dinklage, short guy. Um, I think that's fair. I think Jerry Judy is Daenerys Targaryen. And I think that the rest of them speak for themselves. So maybe we do a weekly uh, Game of Thrones analogy because I think that 
ours are pretty comparable. Yeah, that was good. Nice. Um, all right, let's <laughs> just fucking talk about it. Um, funny that your New York Jets analogy of damn this offensive line sucks ass is what I couldn't stop thinking when Notre Dame lost to Marshall. Um, I'm fucking glad. The only saving grace is that didn't they didn't you bet on them and weren't they a part of your parlay? Yeah. Good. And Welcome live, to fucking Notre Dame fandom. Anytime you live bet on Notre Dame, them, they dude. fuck you. And I don't dude, I convinced everybody in the bar. I'm like, dude, Notre Dame just got the ball. Like, it's a one-score game against Marshall. Like, you really think they're not going to at least score here? Like, who knows if they win? They're going to score here. And the dude threw a pick six. <laughs> I like looked at him. I was like, whoops. <laughs> and that's when everything turned. That's when I started losing bets left and right. And I fucking haven't won one since. And I'm already retired from betting, and it's week two of football. What else so do you have to say? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I could start at Notre Dame at wide receiver. No, you I, honestly, you could start at quarterback. You missed it. Our, so Tyler Buckner, who unfortunately is out for the season, um, it's it's literally always been this at Notre Dame is – we put together a decent team and then just one position group takes a shit down their leg. Like, Oh damn, we have a pretty good team, but this year our safeties forgot how to cover people. And we just get torched by Ohio state wide receivers. Damn this year we're pretty good, but our D line is getting smoked and every team can establish the run game. And this year we even have decent receivers. We should have won that game because like in one of the last plays of the second quarter, one of our receivers just randomly runs right down the middle of the defense wide open and the quarterback damn near threw it to fucking to hit touchdown Jesus in the head, 50 yards outside of the stadium, <laughs> like overthrew him. The amount of times where receivers were open and then it pans to the quarterback going like, Oh man, I had that. You didn't have that. You have no idea where the ball's going when it's coming out of your arm. Um, but, so how do they not have a competent quarterback on the roster? Dude. If I knew that, I'd be the quarterback's coach. I'd be in Tommy Reese's position. I'd be calling those, those plays. You know who has an elite quarterback? The best who? completion per percentage in the Syracuse. And, yeah. Who's who's the Schrader? Team? Schrader. He's fucking Isn't he nice. legit good though? Yeah, he's legit good. They're 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 playing Purdue this weekend. I think they could win. No. Let's go. All right, put Let's some money on it. All right, they're part of my parlay of the week. All right, officially announced my parlay of the week. Syracuse, <laughs> the New York Jets. The Are these all money lines? The Denver Broncos, yes. Well, Tennessee at least say Titans. who they're playing, too. The Tennessee Titans, no, you don't need to know. The post-game parlay. And Notre Dame. Dude. <laughs> The post-game parlay every week. It's just Syracuse, Jets, Broncos, Titans. <laughs> you can bet that for 50 years, and it will not hit. And I'm going to do it. When that hits, dude, we just invented the best fucking thing ever. If you're a fucking true fan, you have to place – it could be two cents, but you have to bet every weekend of football the post-game parlay. And when it hits, we're going to party like it's 1999. Holy shit. That is why – 
That's the all-time lineup to get your heart broken. That's fucking bad. Dude, that's hitting this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting it in right now. Oh, I love that. So that's the very unique uh, parlay of the week coming coming from Evan. Um, Sticking in college football, um, A, very glad that Texas A&M lost too because my girlfriend – Dom, I really like, um, sometimes it can be those short-sighted questions where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like Notre Dame's losing to Marshall. I don't understand it. And she'll be like, OMG, babe, like, why are they losing? And I'm like, I don't fucking know why they're losing. Like, it just, just kind of happens. Like asking your buddy, wait, why did you hit it in the bunker? Like, you're not a dick. You just don't. Yeah understand that that question puts a little kerosene on the situation um so i've started responding in my lieutenant dan voice where it's like you know when forrest gump goes but you ain't got no legs lieutenant dan yes i know that Uh, i've started doing that um that's gone over fantastically bad um but honestly it was big that that a m lost because i did not need to hear it from her or any of her friends so that's big that's huge, big for morale. huge. Um, and honestly, the slate of college football games, I said it last week and I'm an idiot for saying so. I was like, there's no way that this week two slate lives up to week one. Week two looks like it's just going to be a bunch of blowouts. Three of the biggest upsets, like in recent memory, Scott Frost gets fired. Texas, Alabama comes down to the that wire. dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was an epic game. Honestly, very frustrating that the refs are calling everything all game. And then when Bryce Young escapes the most ridiculous missed sack I've ever seen, they don't call the blatant holding penalty that would have shifted the game. I didn't um, even or they that. didn't call that safety. That was kind of a ref. Yeah, that was bizarre. I like I saw it happen and then left my apartment. I missed like how they changed that call. It didn't really make sense to me. No, it didn't make sense to anybody. But I would bet on Alabama, so I was rooting for Alabama. You bet Alabama money line. I, I did when it was minus 170 and it saved my fucking life. Oh, okay. Cause I was going to say, if you went into that when it was like the spread was 20, that would have had to be like minus 500. I would have had some yeah, no. questions for I, I bet on them normally. And then I netted out even with the money line bet. And then I thought I was up on the up and ups and then Notre Dame happened. Remember that one? Notre Dame football is Syracuse lacrosse just coasting off of former glory and they suck. I don't know, dude. I also love how, like, I was going off chirping Notre Dame on Twitter because how could I not? Um, and I love how everyone was like, that's a lot of talk coming from a Syracuse lacrosse player. I'm like, what does Notre Dame sucking have to do with Syracuse lacrosse? Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, so glad. I think suck. I probably helped that along. Just make it personal attacks. Don't even acknowledge yeah. that Notre Dame sucks. Just attack everybody. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, who gives a fuck? No, that, that didn't change the fact that Notre Dame still fucking just lost to Marshall. <laughs> like, what in God's name? Dude, uh, and yeah. that's like – that's honestly like Marshall and Ball State are probably the two teams that I would have – I would have much rather lost to Appalachian State where they're, they kind of like at least have oh, some Oh, yeah, sweat. dude. They have like, like former big wins. Like they played teams close. Marshall? You know, like I knew we were fucked and I knew that it was like, oh God, oh God. 
when they cut to like, and the last time this happened, and it's footage from like the early 2000s, oh, yeah. the score boxes and like the HD hadn't even been invented yet. I was yeah. like, oh shit, we're about to be a part of like a historic loss. <laughs> and you were. And we were. Credit to us. Always putting, uh, you know, putting ourselves on the map one way or another. What is a bummer too? Actually, no, I forgot to tell you this, but um, I would say that I get about 20% rattled by your anti-Notre Dame stuff as I did when we first started the postgame and you'd say something, I'd be like, this fucking guy. <laughs> so that tweet that I put out where I was like, Syracuse lacrosse and football suck. Also, the Jets suck. Also, the Ohio machine sucked for a little bit. Like three people DM me where they like, Hey man, you okay? This seems like weirdly specific. Like people <laughs> listen to the post game. That's so funny. <laughs> I had no idea like who you were, like what the bit I was going for was. And they were like, haha, like wait, they didn't know, know who I was. They might know who you are, but they might forget your extensive resume and your where your loyalty lies NFL-wise. True. Okay, fair enough. Also, my girlfriend was uh, in Long Island this weekend and it sounded badass. It sounded awesome. She went to like this firehouse thing where like it was a fundraiser. Uh, honestly, sounded fantastic. And the picture she was sending kind of made me do a little double take because I was like, that doesn't look like a place where I'd get told to fuck my mother and have a battery thrown at my temple. Long Island is nice, dude. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> okay. I love this one response to your uh, your tweet. It says Syracuse rugby sucks. Also, <laughs> yeah, Brown Brown yeah. varsity and JV whipped him last Saturday. Yeah, good. Syracuse rugby sucks. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, I know what else sucks? The PLL schedule. Oh, so. It was halftime of the first slate of NFL games, and I was able to watch the fourth quarter of Whip's Water Dogs. Wow. Good for you. I was like, uh, in a bar, a normal bar on a Saturday, so no TV was showing. It was a Sunday. The PLL, sorry. Oh. Both games were on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. They were during the, it was during the Jets game. Yeah. Dude, I was – Right, because I remember I got home and I started watching at four o'clock, and then all of a sudden I saw like I think Sound Guy just texted us that the whips lost. I like forgot it was on. Dude, Sound Guy would walk over hot coals to like watch three lacrosse highlights. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, he loves the sport. But yeah, give me your uh, game analysis since I'm you know I'm going to be honest. I don't have any, nor should I, because I'm a normal human being. I'm watching fucking football on Sunday. Yeah, so I consumed a lot of lacrosse, meaning the second half of the fourth quarter of one of the games. Um, and uh, honestly, because he's my friend, I'll start here. I thought one of the big differences was Eli Gobrecht. It's pretty fucking bananas what you do when you just don't let Rambo get topside. Like, I don't care if you go underneath. I don't, I don't care if you get an assist. I'm just not going to let you go topside. Seem to make like 80% of the difference. I don't know how fucking people have just continued to let him get topside, but Eli was like, yeah, go underneath, throw a skip pass. I don't give a fuck. Um, shout out Withers, who played an honestly incredible game against Nardella. 
And everybody was talking about like how clutch certain people are, this and that. Friend of the program, Mike Earhart, is so effortless, effortlessly good. Like even the people, the, <laughs> the losers that were watching and tweeting about the game, they were like, damn, look at this guy playing in the fourth quarter. Every time he was on the wing, he would just jog in, get the fucking first ground ball immediately, go up and pass it and run off the field. And yeah. no one ever dodged him. And he like had like two cause turnovers. And he's so like, it's stupid. It's honestly stupid watching him. Um, but ha ha ha, whip snakes, you lose. You guys suck, except for Brian Phipps, who's a great guy. Dude, it's great they lost. I'm so pumped to get, a, uh, I guess, not a new champion because the chaos. Dude, I need it. The chaos future is my get out of jail free card. And I know we're kind of jumping the gun here, but I'm just going to say quickly, they need to win and get me out of debt. <laughs> they need to make up for the Notre Dame loss. Come on. Months ago, Blaze looked me in the eyes in Las Vegas and told me that they'll be just fine. And I believed him and I placed the future. So... I'm pulling okay. for the water dogs. I, I'm sorry. Can't do it. But I have a question for you. If Dylan Ward wins this championship, should he be considered the best lacrosse player on the planet? Um, No. Okay. Too nice. Too boring. But he'll be championship goal. Probably the first ever championship goalie in the same year, right? The first ever dual champion unless yeah. – Somehow Blaze wins it with Philly for the no, because it would be, yeah, it would have to be indoor and then outdoors. So he'd be the first dual goalie. Yeah. Although, dude, like, <laughs> like watching the fourth quarter, it was, it was kind of funny. Uh, like half of the water dogs were like limping off or cramping up. Like they are a beat up fucking team. And the chaos have just been beating the shit out of the people. Well, I love so. that for my future. Uh, also, yeah, because we know you're listening, Max, we know that you know what wall ball video we're talking about. I don't want to hear this. I don't know who posted it. I'm a Nike athlete, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Max, you know exactly what wall ball video we're talking about. Yeah, come on. You know, bro. Why'd you try to hide it? What's, what's, why would you try to hide that? But seriously, um, win me that bet, bro, and I'll forgive you for the video. Honestly, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but no, I think uh, – what is it a Saturday or Sunday championship? It's Sunday. So the three most important games of the year – I tweeted this and I ratio the PLL actually. The three mo most important games of the year are being played while the NFL is happening. While NFL games are being played. I just don't – I need one person to just tell me why. Because they need a certain amount of games and the NLL season ran late, so they had to extend it. But why does it have to why can't it be like a Monday? Because guys have jobs. So you can't you can't take one day off to play in the championship? Like how many guys have jobs that they like? So I think this would be this is like genuinely the problem is you can ask for like guys to take a Friday off of work. Uh, like if they have a Friday game, like red eye in on Thursday. I think if you start doing like double headers where you ask for a Thursday and Friday off of work more than once a year, like guys are literally going to run out of PTO. 
And dude, it's only to... it's only your championship game. It's a championship game. But I'm saying, like, because, like, if you want to prevent this, you got to cram more games into the summer. Right? I'm not even saying that. Half the season the same way. Why? Like, it could be NFL season. Let's just play the game on fucking Friday night. Nothing's on Friday night. There might be a call like a Mac game in college football that I'd watch. Okay, so that's better than fucking the NFL. Like, come on, bro. What are we doing? Maybe they had to like strike the. And again, I'm just playing devil's advocate because I completely agree. Maybe they had to like strike the stadium agreement months in advance. Okay, that's that's actually a very very valid point. But you knew when the NFL was going to be. It's not like the NFL season wasn't like going to happen. So still not really that valid. That would make sense. It's like, hey, guys, and also whenever the championship is, it's going to be on Monday. Because the Monday – like, like that's what college – Yeah, you run into Monday Night Football, which is a valid point. So I think Friday is probably the best one. And then let them party their dicks off all weekend. Yeah, probably in a city where there's going to be a sick NFL game. <laughs> get them on Get them on the half – like midfield of the actually no don't put them anywhere near camera within 48 hours yeah that's true but still friday night like just like I, I, if anyone could explain to me why even thursday night wednesday night any night that there's not well there's a football game on thursday night too but thursday at seven would be better than saturday sunday at three I'm maybe sorry. they should pull a big brain chess move because what time does the latest game on Sunday end East Coast? Like 11. That's when the game starts. Like we get all of the NFL viewers who fell asleep during the game. And then the ratings are like unbelievable because half of Honestly, the dude, asleep. even going up against Sunday night football would be like better than the afternoon. Because, like, if it was this past Sunday at 8 p.m., that game was over in, like, 30 seconds. The, the Buccaneers, like, at least you're, like, rolling the dice there. Or maybe, like, I'm not that interested in the two teams playing. Like, that's better than going up against, like, fucking Red Zone Witching Hour. You're going toe-to-toe with Red Zone Witching Hour, dude. Yeah. You're not winning that shit. No. No, you're not. That's a valid point. All right. I'm done. I keep fucking bragging on. But it's truly – I'm not trying to just, like, make – like make a joke and fucking roast him. Like it's genuinely frustrating. I want to watch it. I'm not fucking watching it over football. At some point, I think, uh, I think Joe Sai kind of needs to like, you know, like when you're fighting with your siblings and your dad, like grabs your collar, grabs your sister or brother's collar and like, all right, we're getting in the same room and we're hashing this out. He needs to do that with PLL and NLL to be like, Hey guys, we need to start avoiding literally the most popular time for sports. Did you see like the ratings for the NFL, how it's and college football last year, there were two games total Michigan, Ohio state and the national championship game. I think that were over 10 million viewers. And there have been like three this year already with Alabama, Texas, uh, Notre Dame, Ohio state, and then one other one. Like it, people are fucking going bananas about football nfl viewership is like up five percent to many many millions like world series and nba finals combined and it's just the second week so joe needs to grab everybody by the scruff and go hey guys we need to start avoiding nfl sundays and we need to start avoiding 
whatever other bullshit metrics that people are complaining I about. I couldn't agree else. more. I couldn't agree more. If, if it's got to go to this time, just find another day, man. It's not that it's not that hard. It, it can't be impossible. No, if not if fate of the sport is fate dollars, of the sport man. is literally airing. Isn't fate of the sport airing on ESPN tomorrow at seven? Didn't I, I see no that? Idea. I'm pretty sure I saw that somewhere. I'm going to get to give our review of that soon at some point when we watch it next year. Yeah. <laughs> I, hold on. I'm, I'm confirming this right now. Fate of the sport. Watch it Thursday on ESPN at 7 p.m. Here's an idea. Why don't you have the fucking championship on Thursday at 7 p.m.? Mike, John. Yeah. All right. You feel better? Yeah, I do. All right, cool. Um, God, but so just just to hammer home the point, <laughs> I fucking love football so much. Like the emotion that came out of me with every team that I like losing this weekend is it almost makes me happy. Like, thank God we're losing early so that I can at least be like, well, that's just kind of part of like the weird justification of, well, I'd rather have football than not have football. I'd rather see Notre Dame and my beloved Titans and Broncos lose than, you know, sit with my thumb up my ass, uh, you know, after the Super Bowl in February, waiting for March Madness, freezing my tiny little dick off. So, uh, God, Dude, I yeah, football. I mean, it's the best. If the Jets fucking win this weekend, it's going to be epic. Dude, big bounce back. Notre Dame, you think we're going to lose to Cal? Maybe. Who fucking knows? Not with the postgame parlay place. No. Horrific weekend. Horrific two weekends of college football. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was thinking a little bit, yeah, is, the, is NIL, is the portal going to fuck everything up? Are the good teams just going to be that much better? No, I'm so excited. I, I don't know who's good besides Georgia, and that's that's final. So oh, yeah, dude, it's, it's amazing. Because really, if you think about it, like, yes, like you would you would think that like good team, people just like jump good team to good team, but the disparity that it was from like the top three teams to the next, you know, like four to 10 was so big, but those are still like huge programs. So yeah, like the guy on fucking wasn't the running back on Texas, like from Bama. Yeah. And he was fucking fantastic. Sure. So like, that's like a yeah. yeah Robinson. That's like a perfect example of someone just like transferring to a school. It's like big time football. It's got like the same vibes. Obviously they're not Bama, but like, that's a perfect example. They're good. They're still going to go to like a top 10 school, like have every shot at it at the NFL. And it gives like that team a chance to win. God, I wish yours didn't get hurt. I really wish. I know hurt. he's so swag. I wish he didn't transfer from Ohio state, dude. That so also funny thing that happens now is the only team I know for sure that's good is Georgia because how bad does fucking Ohio State suck if they could barely beat a team that lost to Marshall, taking my Notre Dame fandom out of it. I know, dude. Seriously, I, I share your concerns. I actually, I actually want to track this. I really do. Um, if Notre Dame helps out a team like so. Ohio State, people were talking, that was a good win, good statement win against Notre Dame. Anytime we help out a team or anytime a team helps out us, like the following week we take a shit. So (laughs) I would not be surprised, and I might even bet this, get back into the betting game, 50 bucks that whoever Marshall plays, they lose to next week just to make us look like a bigger bag of shit. Yeah, I, I like that bet. Like, we, I don't know. I might have to come up with a name for that. Like the, the, 
double down on misery bet. Oh, you lost yeah. to Marshall. Cool. Cause Marshall lost to literally nobody. Yeah. It's, a re- it's like a reverse bump. Yeah. All right. So that's football, dude. I'm excited because we're getting back into bits. I love bits. Um, we're, we're going to do two of them, three of them. If you include the parlay of the week, three, of we them. already did the parlay of the week though. Yeah. So we're at one credit to us. Uh, we worked in the lab. We wrote down, uh, you know, a thousand things and we whittled them down to this. I'm so fucking pumped. Follows back. You tweeted out about pumpkin spice lattes, which I'm very excited about, but we are officially going to be doing the fall draft. So it could be anything fall related. You need to give your top three. Uh, I need to give my top three. We'll do it in alternating orders. And I'm going to go ahead and give you the first overall pick because I liked your PSL so much. Football. Fuck. <laughs> go ahead. No, you have to explain it a little bit more. You can't, like, can I say tailgating? We, all right, I'll explain it. We just spent fucking 20 hours talking about Can I say tailgating then? On a lacrosse? You can say, uh, I don't know, though, because I feel like tailgating is a part of football. Like everything That's why that I'm asking. Yeah, you okay, said, fair enough. Yeah, all right, all right, sorry, sorry. I just wanted to, like, emphatically shit on you that I got football on the first pick. Football, you got your tailgates. I just, I went to a football game in the rain where my team lost four, 24 to nine. They looked like shit. They, they fucking honored the queen for whatever reason. And I still had a fucking amazing time because football is just the epitome of fun. It's the best sport to watch. You can always be betting on it. There's always, there's always something to win the tailgate, the camaraderie, you know, everyone's just, happy so i'm going with football all right i'm going with tailgating then um, <laughs> tailgating is part of football dude all right. if okay we'll let the people decide i want tailgating because it doesn't have to be football that i'm tailgating for i don't know what else does. i am really what are you tailgating in the fall for mm, pll championship <laughs> Uh, I did have that take recently, though, that people need to tailgate more. Like, I would love to tailgate for any reason. Um, should be more than just football. Fuck, I'm pissed that you got football. Um, all right, this one's uh, finally we get, like, crisp air. Uh, I've been sweating my ass off for many months. And to have to consider grabbing a hoodie, to walk out and kind of hit – feel the dead leaves that might be rotting a little bit that kind of give you that little smell. Maybe there's a bonfire going back. Just the air is different. You need a hoodie in the morning and then you sweat at 3 PM and then you need a hoodie at 8 PM. Oh God, that little crisp air. Just give me a little extra pep in my step. All right. That's a good one. I honestly had that today for like the first time. And I texted my friends. I'm like, it's officially, that's what led me to my pumpkin spice tweet. Yep. Um, okay. I'm going to try to go a little outside the box here. I'm going to say the end of shirt off season. So you can start, you know, getting a little bit looser, you know, have a little bit more of those, uh, beer nights, a weeknight, little, have a, have a few thick beers. Uh, you start eating a little bit more loose, you know, I'm not, not dieting as, as tight because I know I don't have to take my shirt off every weekend. Um, 
So I'd say like, just, you know, it's, it's the end of the shirt off season. You can start being a little bit more liberal with, with how you're taking care of your body, which is, which is always nice. So I'll be, you know, maybe I will eat wings on a Thursday, Friday, where in the past be like, shit, like I got to look good for the beach on Saturday. So that's kind of a hard to answer, but I'm going to say the end of diet season is a great part of fall. That's such a bummer. That's such a bummer that you said that you've kind of snagged too. So first off, I do it reverse. Summer is when I'm at my absolute fattest. And the first snow of the season is when I start working out. Um, Barrel season is the summer. Um, Don't discount yourself, Kings. Enjoy every second of summer and then be truly miserable in the winter. What I was going to say was the start of comfort food season. Um, Breads, soups, various things of that nature. Um, so if I can't do that, I'll say, um, God, that, that, that covers so much though. Cause everything that I was going to get ready to talk about was food related. Um, the, the lead up to Halloween, the, the spirit Halloween memes, um, people starting to get like, uh, in the spooky season, Hocus Pocus I saw was on TV. For Dude, the there's a second one coming out. I did see that there's a second one yeah, coming out, which I'm excited for. So we see this slow transition. Right now we're at about a two. One airing of Hocus Pocus on ABC at, you know, like midnight. Uh, some spirit Halloween memes. Um, you know, I've seen some, oh, here's something spooky and like apple cinnamon related that you can make that's filled with blood on a TikTok recipe and the blood's grape jelly or whatever. It's, it's starting to get me really excited, starting to get me really excited about all the, uh, all the spooky season. Halloween is an underrated season. It's, it's not a top three, I would argue top five holiday, but the season leading up to it is slept on. So spooky season. Well, yeah, like ABC Family, 31 Nights of Halloween, you get your scary movies in. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I watch all those. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, let me know if I'm cheating here with this answer. But You're cheating. You've already taken football and food. Well, I didn't say food. I said the end of shirt off. It was like, you know, you're just a little bit looser. You know, like if I, on a Monday, if I'm not going to like, if I'm not going to work out because I'm fucking tired, it's not the end of the world. Like I'll still get five days in, you know, it's nice. All right. Anyway, I was going to say Thanksgiving, but is that cheating? I, <laughs> no, I'm going to say no, because Look at Thanksgiving decorations because I was literally, I'm going to fucking say Thanksgiving. You literally, when you think of like school decorations for Thanksgiving, it's like leaves falling and crunching. And they're talking about like, oh, preparing for winter. Like it's a whole separate thing from winter. So if it's before winter, it's fall. And I think that Thanksgiving is a major part of fall. Yeah. I think like that is. That weekend is the best because I'd say like you're a little, I don't want to say like holiday to out, but like you like Christmas time is, is fun and all, but it's still like in the dead of winter, like kind of annoying. Um, you know, you like already had like your Thanksgiving period. Like I'm definitely not as excited for Christmas as I am for Thanksgiving uh, at this point in my life. So I think Thanksgiving with, the Wednesday night before some people have better traditions than others, but I think everybody always has the, you know, something fun to do on that night. Then Thanksgiving day is just 
kind of doubling down on my end of shirt off season. You just can be the biggest fucking scumbag on the planet. <laughs> sleep whenever you want. Watch football. Eat whatever you want. Fall asleep with your hands down your sweat. Oh my like, god! Yeah. yeah, like you can nap in any like way that you want. Like you could like you could lay on the floor like in a fetal position, and people just be like. That's totally normal. He just needs that right now because his stomach is pulsating, filled with fucking chips and dips and mashed potatoes. So that's elite. Then you have like a three-day weekend and there's no real like commitment to like any like any other holidays after, on Friday, like for Thanksgiving. So you kind of just have this elite three-day weekend that you can you know do whatever you want with. Not to mention, still football season on that Sunday. Dude, and that, then you that have, three day weekend is reckless. Wake up, have a beer at 10 a.m. Yeah. with your Thanksgiving leftover. Oh, sandwich. yeah. You could do whatever you want. Like you could even, you know, relax on that Friday and you still have a Saturday to get after it. So, I mean, it's, it's an elite, elite weekend. And you just had like a three day week prior to that. So it's just mm-hmm. overall. And then I will say this you think the period right after summer, is good the period between thanksgiving and christmas officially starts there and that is all bets are off you can fucking gain 25 pounds and own a bad night and you don't even have to feel bad about it because you still got january february and march even april to get back to the best version of yourself so thanksgiving probably should have been the first pick overall and i think about it because i'm getting hyped up for thanksgiving but that is my third and final pick and i really killed this draft i have to say i mean i it, it is stupid that i didn't fight harder to get one of those picks uh that you've gotten the you know the one three and the five um because now like now we've exhausted truly everything iconic so whatever i say is going to be fucking stupid um And this might not even be fall related, but it, it definitely makes more sense fall related for me. But bonfire season being back, a lot of people use summer to have bonfires. Bonfire is a fall event. It always has been. It always will be that crisp air. You like making s'mores again, just to go back to being a fat ass, making like, you know, uh, hot toddies and going on like a walk around the neighborhood on hot that thing. So I'll, I'll say like, Oh dude, warm booze is a good answer. That's, that's right where I was going is warm. <laughs> like, but I don't want to get too change your answer from bonfire to warm booze is like a bonfire <laughs> with warm booze coming back from like a walk around the neighborhood. Yeah. Way too specific, but that's been one of my favorite <laughs> things. You make a hot toddy and you put it in this right here. Literally I had coffee in it this morning. Yeah, like there you go. Getty cup. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Right after Thanksgiving, you have the best day of your life. Dude, maybe it went out with your cousins and you come back a little red eyed and, uh, you know, you go for a little walk, come back and get in a cozy chair next to a fire as the sun is setting. Uh, classic. All right. Good draft. I think I ran away with this one, but let's continue to do this. I like. Well, this. Yeah, you got what? <laughs> football, football food, Thanksgiving, football, <laughs> football, end of shirt off season and Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I didn't have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you get them. You get first pick next week. Thank God. Um, all right. And then our second bit, you only get one of these is cringe of the week. And uh, I'll take the first one. Wait, whoa, it's time to be real. It's time to be real. Be real. I need to get it. I'm going to get it right now. Actually, Wait, be real for me. 
<laughs> oh shit, dude. The docs posted. This is epic. B-E-R-E-A-L. Yeah. Because I typed in. Dude, I'm so pumped. I just had to be real on on the podcast. That's this is what I was talking about. Remember when you're like finally doing something like worth posting? You're not just posting, you're like you're in bed watching TV. Yeah. Like too bad nobody like who cares about the podcast follows me. All right, hold on. I'm gonna set up my B Real account right now. One notification every day within two minutes. Oh, all your friends post at the exact same time. Yeah, you get a notification. And I, I just post it on time too, which is like pretty sick because you don't get do you it. make do you make a funny name? Let's get started. What's your name? Do I just put Nick Ocello? Mine's got money. I told you that. I wasn't fucking late. You think I remember your B real name from last week? Yeah. Well, you didn't remember talking about Buffalo Wild Wings, so probably not. Maybe I've gone twice and I just totally forgot. Because <laughs> this is my last uh, this is my last hurrah before I have to start working out because inverse barrel season, winter engage. What should my name be? What's a funny name? Um, Notre Dame football. Sucks. Thundering herd. I don't know. Make it something funny, though. All right. This is really good podcasting, by the way, is uh, listen oh, yeah. to Nick set up with it. Be Real. The code about that. Through. I forgot we were recording a podcast, to be honest. Dude, no, I'm so good. distracted by Be Real. I was just so fucking real. Unknown error status minus one. I need to create my username. I keep getting an internal error too right now trying to post this caption. You can always change it later. Okay, that's never mind. No, it won't, it won't let me do anything. All right, be real sucks. I can't even set up my profile. So all right, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You're yeah. being a boomer. You're being a boomer. I can't fucking. You ever do that? You ever give your parents that one where they're like to put their phone away and I can't fucking yeah, get yeah. this thing going. The big text. Oh, by the way, uh, guess what I'm doing tomorrow? What? Flying to Bozeman, Montana, where my father, Steve-O, is going to pick me up from the airport. And I'm doing a little family trip uh, this weekend to go visit the uh, the Montana family. So I'm pumped. Get ready for... Some of the best content, um, it's harvesting season. So uh, I might be involved in killing a pig and a sheep, um, which is going to be interesting. Um, thinking I might get a flannel and a cowboy hat and take a picture on a horse and thirst trap my own girlfriend. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Good idea. Um, yeah, good. So if you're around Butte, Montana or Whitehall, Montana this weekend, uh, know we got a lot of listeners there. Uh, oh, hit me up. Sh- what? I just missed you. <laughs> um god i fucking wanted to set up my b-reel and then it's i got excited good. don't worry about it you'll be able to post late it's fine no i want it now you already missed the window let's do the next segment cringe of All the right. week yeah cringe of the week so this is just call out season because things are 
going off the fucking rails. Um, I have mine and I'm just going to say it right now. Um, I think this was, this was a runaway victory for me as far as I get to choose this Russell Wilson's TikTok of what matters to me, faith football family. Like he's a high school senior uh, that's going to go and play division three football. It doesn't get worse, dude. It honestly doesn't get worse. Not only does he go take a shit on the field and lead his team to a, a loss, my the, the team that I'm most loyal to besides the Titans maybe, they lose. Now I have to watch him be like a Christian version of Jackson Mahomes putting out the most cringe fucking content I've ever seen. A bunch of stuff was resurfacing, like him running the two-minute drill by himself. Oh, um, yeah, that was brutal. Talk about like, you know – Again, everyone's going to come to his defense and say he's a good guy. Nightmare, number one worst overall draft pick for like nightmare blunt rotation is is really what it comes down to for me. That is a good call. Nightmare blunt rotation. Give me your your nightmare blunt rotation right now. (laughs) Russell Wilson. Um, See, now I'm just thinking of my friends. I'm thinking of all my buddies that I just hated. Yeah. Scotty Rogers. Oh, he'd be brutal. I should have put him on Mount Rushmore least favorite athletes. Fuck. Dude, Scotty Rogers, Russell Wilson is is already top two right there. That's tough. And I don't know. Take a generic British person that's like defending the queen. I've always thought Ellen too would be brutal. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she'd be brutal. Ellen DeGeneres like thinking she's funny. Like – yeah, that's that's a good point. Who's your dream blunt rotation? Shane Gillis, probably number one overall pick right now. Um, God, you really put me on the spot. You answer your least favorite, and then I'll talk about my dream. Well, no, I made we made that one together. Really? All right. Because all well, you did was agree with Scotty Rogers. Have you listened to Shane Gillis? No. Wow, he's. My favorite comedian right now. Uh, Sound guy showed him to me. Shout out sound guy. Cause he came down to San Diego and we were just hanging out and he's like, Hey man, I'll, I, you know, if you haven't heard this guy, we should put on a standup. And I was like, dude, really? It's like 1030. We're getting ready to go to bed. Cause we have to wake up at like six in the morning tomorrow. And you're putting on a standup special. Like if this isn't gold, he actually risked a lot. He risked yeah, he did. ruining everything. It was like the funniest standup special. Sound guy, sound guy. No, like is a good thermostat on like what to do. Like he'll never make a wrong call in that scenario. No. And, and I was worried because it was almost like, dude, you're kind of forcing me to put on a 45 minute standup special. What the fuck? Three minutes in I was sold. Um, All right. All right. You want my dream one? Yeah. Give me, give me a couple. Help me get the juices flowing here. All right. I think my dream one would be Snoop Dogg. Shaquille O'Neal and is it cheap to say like Shaq and Charles Barkley? No, I think that's a good combo. And Biznasty. No, he's too energetic. Yeah, Biznasty's too energetic. Snoop Dogg, Shaq. Dude, we got to stop I, coming up with bits on the spot. We sound I, stupid. <laughs> I can't get out of my head. I don't want to over 
over rotate and to the NBA. But I really think that Anthony Edwards would be. Oh, he just got he just got canceled. Oh, I forgot he got canceled. Yeah. I just said that. Fuck. <laughs> I forgot he got canceled. I, at yeah. least I caught myself. He before that though he would be funny. Before his canceling. Yeah, before he got canceled, he would have been funny. Fuck, my bad. LeBron um, James in the nightmare blunt rotation might be a good pick too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fuck. All right. I'll put you in, in as the third. How about that? Horrific decision. I am. <laughs> I suck to smoke weed with. Yeah, I could see that. All right. So Russell Wilson's your cringe of the week. Yeah. And then we'll have some honorable mentions after you go. Okay, I'm gonna make my cringe of the week. Uh, kind of a not funny topic, but the NLL Warriors signing Chase Scanlon. And not fucking dude. And not announcing it, like not really like making a statement. Like there's kind of like a five billion pound gorilla in the room, and they're just completely ignoring it. So I don't know. I think it's a terrible, terrible look to begin with, but to not address it is even worse somehow. So I I mean that's that's definitely something I cringe the most at. This like, week. okay, so we're going actual cringe. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty cringe. Like, come on. Yeah. That's, that's a good answer. And <laughs> there are a million ways to address it, but you have to address it. It was probably what, like the biggest story in lacrosse for a while. A month. When that article came out and detailed what he did, it was fucking horrific and disgusting. And they're like, yeah, that's a guy we want on our roster. I don't think we have to say anything. Let's just, uh, we'll wait this one out. It'll, it'll sweep under the rug. Not exactly something that you sweep under the rug. This isn't like a, uh, you know, he got caught drinking beer before he was 21. This is as brutal of a situation that can be. Right. I was talking about this with a couple people. Do you think like, God forbid he plays, because if that happens, I don't know what I'm going to do announcing wise, but I might start throwing darts from the booth just as a tough guy on the microphone. Um, Do you think he gets like fucking like sucker punched every game? And do you think like hundred percent? Dude, God dad fucking said Blaze sucked and got like assaulted on the field. This kid's going to get fucking dropped every night. He and he's not even like, good, dude. Is he even good? Like he can't be that fucking good. Like he can't like enough to warrant this. Dude, yeah. Like what the fuck? It's just sorry. I know this is supposed to be a little bit more lighthearted, but it came to me when I read Cringe of the Week. It's really fucking cringe. So we're boycotting the Warriors. Didn't you get in beef with the Warriors on Twitter once? Yeah, because they like they were the ones that brought up uh, Audie biting the finger off of uh, off oh, of Godet. Yeah in a conversation that like didn't warrant it at all. They were like, cause you know, when corporate or like, you know, checkmark organizations getting Twitter beefs, it's just like, that's cringe where it's like, ha ha ha, we beat you. Yeah. Like, ha ha ha. Well, Austin Stotts played good. And they were like, yeah, but he bit someone's finger off. And they're yeah, like, yeah. dude, what the fuck are you doing? And like owners and GMs in the league got involved and everything like that. So honestly, 
NLL Warriors are truly the cringe of the week. So congrats. You fucking won this one again. You won the (laughs) fall draft. I'll say that you won this one, but (laughs) other nominees included the PLL selling referee jerseys. Like we're, I'm looking at cringe of the week and it's like PLL selling ref jerseys, Russell Wilson, Nebraska football, the chaos. And you go with Chase Scanlon getting signed by the Warriors. So dude, I was trying to fucking change it up. I wasn't, I don't know. Not change it up, dude. That's a, that's a good answer. It's a great answer. It is yeah. a great answer. And it All needs right. to be called out and it needs to be addressed and credit to us for doing it. And Katie, honestly, I love what Katie's doing. She's just like once a day, just shooting a ricochet shot directly at them so yeah it's pretty funny it's not even a ricochet shot it is a direct yeah not even yeah yeah. as soon as i said that i was like don't call me out evan Ah, all right uh shall we preview the game this weekend i don't think we really need to recap the games i feel like we just admitted that we didn't watch it so go chaos hasn't stopped us before yeah yeah two listen two incredible games really is the recap uh all right yeah preview all right and I will say this, if I was going to catch one of the three games that are played on NFL Sunday, this would be the one, since I'm not going to a game. But I'm still not making any promises because NFL football is up. So we have the Water Dogs versus the Chaos versus my Chaos, Roll Chaos. The very weird lines here, it's pretty Dude, clear. Pretty bananas clear. lines. Okay, so it's pretty clear that DraftKings just always does the one-and-a-half line. And then, unless, like, they think it's even two-and-a-half. So it's pretty clear if they think it's even, it's always one-and-a-half. They shift the odds based on how even they think it is. And then they do the money lines. So Water Dogs are minus one-and-a-half, plus 120. um, And Chaos are plus one-and-a-half, minus 150. The over-under is 22-and-a-half at minus 125. The under is at minus 105. Obviously, under 22 and a half. Water Dogs money line is minus 120, and Chaos money line is minus 110. What do you got? Uh, first off, bananas lines. Like to yeah. see minus one and a half plus 120 when the money, uh, the money line is minus 120. Like, I almost, it, it takes me a little bit to process. I'm like, okay, wait, what the hell is going on here? Um, but I have the Water Dogs, my Water Dogs. Winning it all, honestly, bringing me on as the senior strategy of locker room consulting and vibes. uh, It's done nothing but pay off monster dividends. So I have them winning by two. So I will collect that minus one and a half plus 120. I'm going to ignore the money line. And I'm also going to hit the under um, two good goalies. Two kind of shit shows. Uh, You know, the chaos have been winning games like. Two kinds of shit shows. Two complete shit shows. Uh, you know, I think this is going to be like a nine to seven Water Dogs victory. I will be taking the over and I'll be taking the chaos money line. And why not just put a little bit on the one and a half too, just in case. Um, and I just think a sprinkle. The, I think the chaos are going to win 13 10. And win me my money. Tell them to bring me my money. Tell them to bring me my money. 
that's gonna be fucking if they win and bail me out and that's my get out of jail free card i literally will kiss plays on the lips next time i see it that's gonna be the, that's gonna be my least favorite thing because i have to see jared newman smoking a cigar uh and actually i will say of all the teams this is probably the best matchup for who's going to get in trouble during the post-game celebration. Uh, last year, the chaos got in trouble because their assistant coach was trying to fight Mike Rabel and they broke the trophy and everybody was a shit show. Yeah. A lot of Canadians on that team and Canadians are prone to getting absolutely baloneyed. Um, but conversely, you have the Water Dogs, also Canadians with Zach Courier and uh, Dylan Ward, two guys who I've seen completely black out and piss themselves after a championship. Um, so... What a treat for the fans that whatever content we see um, is going to be sloppy, I think, is, is the. Who's more likely to fight Dan on, on Twitter, though, after? Chaos, 100%. Not even <laughs> close. They're going to be more hardo about it. Yeah, true. The 2.8. I'm going to get ahead of this now, too. If the Chaos win, I'm going to immediately tweet something about like how this is bad for the league that a team that was that went under 500 ended up winning the league. Um, how they shouldn't have been like just a just a complete bait just to see who takes it shit face that night. Because um, honestly, there's been a while. It's been a while since there's been some beef. I feel like it's it's been a little bit of a beef desert. Um, you know, everybody's dogpiling on the Warriors because of Scanlon. Um, you know. There's just some weird shit going on. I, I got attempted to get canceled by loser fuckface PLL Nationals and that random mom that was saying that I was a racist. But I feel like there hasn't been a good beef in a while. Yeah, there hasn't been a good beef in a while. Everyone's too buddy-buddy. It's all bullshit. We talk about this all the time, dude. No one's willing to take this. Actually, I guess the best beef is Katie DeFeo versus the fucking NLL Warriors. Yeah, and is that a beef? or is Oh, be reels up. So everybody that I'm adding right now is uh, intern Coolins on it. Fucking good luck. You Coolin. mean ex intern? You mean no longer contacts intern. using B reel? Okay, thank God. Where where are you? What the fuck? When to post on B reel? Allow, allow. Time to be real. Access the camera. You got to clean up. If it's my first B reel, it's not going to be a foggy lens, Evan. You know that. All right, cool. That's be real. But yeah, maybe we need to manufacture some Twitter beef and I might just be the guy to do it. So yeah, I mean, I'm so lonely. <laughs> We're friends, baby. All right. Um, cool. Well, dude, nice be real, bro. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Uh, I'm still figuring it out. So I feel like that's it for the episode. Do you have anything? No, go Jets, go Broncos and Titans and Notre Dame. Tough, tough fucking week for us. Not gonna lie, but uh, we're bouncing Only up back. from here. Also, next week uh, is going to be the announcement of our new sponsor. So we got that dialed in. We got that in the works. We're gonna have the founder of the company on for an interview, so we can talk about it. Similar what we've done in the past um and then the next episode the next two episodes one's going to be from denmark and one's going to be from croatia you get a little world traveler action 
which is going to be fucking sweet. I'm literally just going to gallivant around Europe with the Denmark national lacrosse team and then go to split Croatia where there's this big tournament going on that I'm all fired up about. Um, the second slide update, we put in a bunch of Wells Crowther designs. So uh, all of those are going towards the Wells Crowther Foundation. Super pumped about that. I might have to tweet about that, that real quick. Um, but yeah, new sponsor alert. And Evan, how about this? The first time I get back from Denmark is the posties. Wow. So next week? Three weeks. Why the posties? I get back from. Oh, okay. Because next week is sponsored. The next two weeks I'm in Europe. And then when I'm back, we do the posties. Got it. But we're recording while you're on the road, you just said, right? Yes, but not okay. doing the posties until I'm nice and comfortable. We can really settle in and, and get the posties okay. vibes. All right. And then we got to start some interviews back up too. Yeah, I have uh, two confirmed. Watch out. Watch out. Bing, 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 NFL players. So we're going to wow. branch out into some new sports, one for the Chicago Bears. And then one, I actually lied. He hasn't confirmed. Uh, so we'll all wait until I announce that. But we're talking about it. A yeah. Ravens right. player. We're back. We are back. back. Dude, we've recorded. We've we've got back on track after the hiatus. We've made some sacrifices. Dude, what's kind of funny, too, is I'm like randomly because, you know, with second slide, I'm just talking to teams and people will be like, oh, I heard you bring it up on the podcast. Um, and I'm like, yeah, what else do you want to see? And people are like, I honestly, my some of my favorite parts is just when it's you and Evan shooting the shit. And I'm like, dude. Yeah, I get that a lot, too. But I think people appreciate the interviews, too. I love the interviews, dude. It's funny as fuck. It, it really is like, oh, Maryland's playing 21 cup. Like yeah. the, the stupid bits, like Dan Bucaro walked so that uh, everybody else could fly. <laughs> Earhart could fly, we'll call it. So, all right, cool. That does it for this week. We will see you next week with a new sponsor. Thank you to everybody that tuned in. We really appreciate it. And like Evan said, and what we were talking about, we are back, baby. Let's go um, have some fun stuff. I'm personally really excited to branch out into um, other sports. I think that's going to be really fun. The post game does not apply to just lacrosse. Took us only about a year and a half to realize it. So with that being said, everybody, I need some help. Go and get a second slide corner store. All that we do is try and get your lacrosse team money off of the purchases that people are already making within your community. 100% of the proceeds going right back to your team. DM me for more. We will see you next week.